now. Chris, you're on the air in New Jersey. Yeah, hi. Uh, I just wanted to tell Beth, um, this is Chris. I, I adopted a bunch of cats, Grace and Muffy, from you guys. My wife is Bernadette. Oh, yes, she's of course. Uh, you know us, right? Um, oh. She's developed a lot of food allergies uh, as she's gotten, mm. like, recently, like, as an adult. So, you know, you have to go to the, the uh, like, an allergist, and they, they do these tests on your skin, and they check yeah. for all different kinds of foods to see what it is, you know, and they yeah. can narrow it down. So it's definitely possible that, that it's a food allergy that, that you never had before. Well, we went um, to the I, doctor. You know, just to, we went to the ahead. doctor, and the doctor said the same thing you're saying, but Beth won't go. I mean, Cindy won't go to the... Uh... Why won't you go to the allergist? I will. I will. Yeah. Chris, how are your boys? Everybody good? That, yeah, they're doing great. And, and Mama uh, Gracie, the, cats, the cat? You know, how's she doing with her stomatitis? Yeah, um, she, she's actually doing... She's actually doing better. It's it's going much longer between between times that, that we have to get her, you know, treated. So hopefully it's she's going to grow out of it or something. But everybody's doing good. But you should you should call Bernadette and talk to her because you know she's been through going through this with a bunch of different foods popping up, and maybe she could help you out. So what was the food? What's the food that uh, she was allergic to? Apple apples. She, wow. She's oh, wow. To apples. That she had so never random. before in her life, and yeah, and then then it now it turned into um, celery. She gets a reaction and hmm. uh, cantaloupe. So it, it it's it's weird that that you know as a full you know an adult that all of a sudden this kind of yeah. you know, came out of nowhere. Yeah, um, and I'm reaching the big five zero. So yeah, do, can you Don't believe that? Too hard for that. <laughs> right. I can't wait till I turn fifty. Um, can you believe that we've adopted out almost sixteen hundred cats? And I know Chris and Bernadette, and know their cats Gracie and Davy from the first ten cats that we ever fostered. Wow, isn't that crazy? I yeah. know. I remember all of the cats that have come through our home and the families who adopted them. Yeah, you do, man. Sixteen hundred cats through here. I, I love it. I was wondering how many cats the other day. I don't know why, but it just popped into my head. That's incredible. <laughs> I'm looking at this list. There's so many people on the phone who think they know how to cure your lip issue. So it's a common thing that actually makes me feel a little bit better about this. I was really freaking out. I've never experienced anything like this. I'm yeah. so healthy. I know. You know. Well, you know, this shit happens. Yeah. Start getting older. I don't think people want to keep talking about my lips. So let's. I do. I'm having fun with you. You're always like running out of here. When I first met Beth, the first night we met, no, second date we had. That was the same went, night, right? <laughs> no, well, pretty much, pretty close. Well, the second date, I, I figured, well, let me kiss her. I go to kiss her. She starts laughing, and I'm kissing her teeth. And then, and I turned then, around and, and ran. And she turned around and ran down the hall. I don't know <laughs> like, why. And you've been running ever since. I would do anything if there was a camera, a yeah. video of that. Yeah, we should have met on The Bachelor. Then uh, we'd have a whole tape <laughs> a of our relationship. Bachelor in Paradise, that would be great. This fucking guy who runs around naked, that guy, Kenny, drives me crazy on that show. <laughs> I, I, what kind of douchebag walks around? I mean, if you walked in a room. He likes how he looks. Yeah, but come on. Showing off his big dick. He's on TV. Maybe he's hoping to get some modeling work. Oh, come on. He's 40 years old. What's he doing? Well, if you saw a guy walking around with a schlong hanging out, what are you going to do? Are you going to sit there and date him? Well, the one girl seemed to like it. Uh, Two she, girls. <laughs> I know. I think there was like a bunch of girls fighting over him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway, there's a ton of people on the phone saying. Did you talk about the the finale that we saw? Oh, when was it? No, I can't. I, I, no, I can't. It yet. Oh, oh, uh, it's just very, very satisfying. So good. It's right. we loved it. Fantastic. A lot Perfect. of romance. It's fantastic. Really? Yeah. I can't decide what's the best show on TV. I'm either going with Love on the Spectrum. And then Bachelor in Paradise. You said the other night we finished Bachelor in Paradise. You go, that's the best show on television. So, honey, you're exactly right. Yeah, but we didn't want we. I was. And then we see Love on the Spectrum, and you go, it's the best show on television. Yeah, but you cry and root for these people. It's just a different feeling. You can put him into categories. What about Beverly Hills Housewives? Very good. Yeah, not as good. It's just different. I love them all. Don't you love that? I love all that fucking shit. I never have watched a baseball game or a football game or a. 
I'm a, I don't I, I hear guys talking about the Yankees and the Red Sox and I'm like I didn't even know they still played. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Give me love on the spectrum any day of the that's week. That's your sport. That's my that's my Super Bowl right there. <laughs> I can't wait to get into bed and watch it with you. Anyway. Anyway. All What's right. that T-shirt? I like it. The Who? Oh, the Who. Yeah. She's got a uh, Who T-shirt. Is that uh-huh. an original? No. Hmm. It's cute. I'm friends with Pete. Right, I know. Townsend. Yeah. Beth he knows, didn't send me this, though. <laughs> Beth knows Pete Townsend. Met him many years ago. But, uh, I don't know. That's it. Yeah. It's the excitement for the day. What you doing? You going to go up with the cats? Yeah, today's the day I uh, do the bleach out of all the litter boxes. She's probably, how many, does your ring say how many miles? I have my phone. You don't have the phone? That ring she wears tells her how many miles. She's probably clocked already two and a half miles in the house. <laughs> no, right. not that much now. No? No. All right. Well, All right. I love, I love you. you. I we'll can't you bear you leaving. We'll I can't even bear you. Bye, Robin. I love you. Bye. I miss Good you. To see you. Okay. Bye, love. Bye, sweetheart. <laughs> Don't take off your pants. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> the other day, one of, the, one of the cleaning women was here, and we were just, I was just kidding around with her, and I go, you know what? Take off your pants and shirt right now. <laughs> and just, just fucking around. And uh, the cleaning woman was right there in the room. Oh, no. Yeah, so she probably thinks I'm... You know. Now she's writing a book. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, take off your pants right now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that... Yeah, that's that covers everything that's been going on. Alan Coulter, I wanted to talk about... Did you uh, see 60 Minutes this week? No. Because they did a thing on Tony Bennett. I can't believe you just, I, I wrote that. Look at this. Look what it says on this piece of paper. Tony Bennett. Really? Yeah, I didn't know wow. you were going to talk about that, but I wanted to say something about him. Because I've been having thoughts about him. You know, Tony Bennett, I mean, Robin knows this, but it, Tony Bennett's done our show like four or five times. Yeah. And uh, Tony Bennett, for you younger folks, He's like one of these, uh, he was like a Frank Sinatra era dude, but they even, even Frank Sinatra said, Tony Bennett's my favorite singer. That's right. You know, and Tony Bennett, uh, is 95 years old. He's still around. Guy's a decent painter too. He studied at the art students league. I happen to know that. But, uh, that aside, he's considered us great singer. One, one of the greatest. And in fact, when we did that big show with Billy Joel, where we, we had him on for three hours and we invited other people to come do songs, Tony Bennett goes, what do you, I want to do New York State of Mind. I'll come over there and do it for you whenever you want. Yeah. And Billy, and Billy loves, 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 loves Tony Bennett. Just, you know. So it was, it was just a home run when Tony showed up and uh, really made Billy's day, made my day too. It was great. So anyway, I've been reading about how Lady Gaga works with Tony Bennett sometimes. And I read that Tony Bennett had Alzheimer's. And I've been reading that for a couple of years now, but it seemed like he was still working. But the weird thing is, Tony Bennett, he, he, and this made me so sad when I read it, that Tony Bennett, he can, Lady Gaga was saying, like, she's in the studio with him, and he doesn't even know her name. Right, he doesn't doesn't refer to her. He doesn't remember who she is. Yeah, I didn't realize this was all from sixty minutes. I, I was just reading about it, and so she so she says. But then we go out on stage and we do the songs. He knows every lyric. He doesn't have to have them written down. And he and then afterwards he says, "Hey, you know, Lady Gaga or Stephanie, whatever he calls her," and he knows her name perfectly. Mm-hmm. And some doctor was saying with Alzheimer's. The part of the brain that doesn't remember, that's one part of the brain, but the part of the brain that deals with music, that's the emotional part of the brain, and the brain never forgets emotion. Right. Which is unbelievable. So Tony Bennett can go out and sing with Lady Gaga, know her name, and then walk off the stage with her and goes, oh, hi, ma'am, you know, like, who the fuck are you? Right. It's crazy. You know, they did this um, appearance at Radio City Music Hall, and... He hadn't said her name in like months, weeks, whatever. He hadn't said her right. name. 
And then when it was time for her to come out on stage, he goes, ladies and gentlemen, Lady Gaga. <laughs> she was just like, what? Wow. So you probably think, oh, maybe he's bullshitting. Maybe he doesn't have Alzheimer's because, you know, Lady Gaga's probably like, oh, he was just fucking with me. He knows my name. And then two seconds later, he doesn't know her name when they get off well, the stage. Well, you know, this was a big concert. Mm-hmm. It was his last one. You know, right. he has denounced, I'm not doing this anymore. And the, and um, Anderson Cooper did this piece. Right. And the next day or day, two couple of days later, they're sitting in Central Park. Anderson says, Anderson has to remind, you know, he says, you, you did that great concert the other day. I saw you at Radio City Music Hall. And Tony's like, oh, yeah. Uh. He doesn't he didn't know. have any memory of the concert. Oh, that's so sad. What a nice guy to us anyway. I don't know. Yeah. He was always just so sweet. And his son, his son's so devoted oh, to him. Oh, love his son, yeah. Yeah, they, you know, he'd bring him around. And, uh, but too bad he can't just spend the rest of his life on stage. Then he wouldn't have Alzheimer's. He could just stand there. But and, it, uh, it all goes eventually, you know. Yeah. Like it doesn't just uh, leave the other parts alone. Hey, I'll tell you what. If I get that and they find out that if you just park me in front of a microphone, I'm, I'm back to normal, just... Wheel me in here and let me talk. <laughs> but what they were saying, too, is that uh, Tony Bennett's wife revealed that Tony doesn't know he, know he has Alzheimer's. He doesn't even know no, he has No, why would you yeah. know that? I don't know. I figured someone should tell him. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe he forgets. I'm telling you, my grandpa right. had the same shit. They used to call it senility. Such a fucking drag. He went full-on fucking senile. And got angry. You know, my grandpa had a shit life. I mean, you want to talk shit life. I mean, it's just as bad as it gets. It was horrible. As children, all the children die. Has to have more children. Moves Somehow gets to America. Working in a sweatshop. Got to strip down to his underpants. Uh, and and uh, work. To work? My dad, yeah. My dad said he'd go over. He'd see him in the sweatshop. He'd be in his underwear. Because you sweat, you know, it's, it's fucking hot in there. It, it is a sweatshop. That's why they it was, it was, yeah, yeah. It, 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 he was a pants presser and they lock you in a room with no windows. It's fucking crazy. And, uh, just had a shit life and they, and they were, they never could make rent and they moved every month. And sometimes for heat, they'd have to like burn a new stand down. It's crazy stories, you know, no shoes. Imagine you go, you know, you're living in America, you don't have shoes. It's just crazy stuff. My father says he brings, he went to school with two left shoes. You know, my father did. So, you know, my grandpa, is, I don't know, not a good not a good earner. Let's put it that way. And why he kept well, having more kids. Howard, he didn't even speak English. How is he going to hey, get a job? Well, what's he having four children for? And then when they die, he gets four more. What's he doing? Who's he think he is, Rockefeller? I mean, come on, <laughs> figure it out. Maybe do the math and say, I don't think I'm in a position to raise children. <laughs> and then he's always hocking my father. You got to go out and get a job and quit school. Well, if like, he hadn't done all that, you wouldn't be here. I'd be talking to nobody. Uh, you'd be talking to Fred. What do you think <laughs> would be going on? <laughs> Fred's like, I only wish Howard wasn't here waiting for me to go. He wants to take over. But, uh, yeah, that's what's going on. And my grandpa, then it gets to the end of his life. Oh yeah, and the woman of his the love of his life gets hit by a car. They were talking. They were taking a walk upstate New York on a little a little walk on the country. Some guy drives by, hits his wife, and drives off. Hit and run. Marries a new broad. Every minute, my grandpa thinks the broad's cheating on him. You had to see this. I mean, no, she wasn't cheating with anybody, but he started (laughs) to go senile. And that's where that came from. Yeah, I'd go over there with my father to shoot up my grandfather with cortisone. This is the poor guy's end of his life. Can't even get cortisone in, in America. And so we go over to shoot him up, me and my dad. And um, he's screaming. His wife's cheating on him. That's when we locked him up in the loony bin. You know, the old age home, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. yeah. And I used to go over and watch him screaming and yelling. People are stealing his money. The guy didn't have a dime. But... uh crazy what a life you know what a life (laughs) life was much tougher you know people keep saying both times are bad you don't know bad times Mm -hmm. you know when you hear these stories 
we're living in the lap of luxury. Yeah, Grandpa Stern. I know. My mother would tell me the stories of my grandpa. My father never talked about his father. My mother would tell me stories saying he was a nice guy, and I didn't know because he didn't speak English. He'd just see me go, like that. I don't know what he was saying. He loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah, my mother would go. He's very sweet. I go. He scares the shit out of me. <laughs> like you know, when you're a little kid and some guy comes up to you, he's like, you're like, oh man, where do I come from? Where, where am I? Uh, what, what, am I a descendant of apes? I guess I am, actually. <laughs> you know, like, and, and, and um, my mother goes, he's the sweetest man. He was good to me. He accepted me into the family and he was happy. And I go, oh, okay. You know, I said, okay. She loved him. He was a good man. Grandpa well, Stern, rest in peace. Yeah. 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 And, you know. Like Alan Coulter, he never hit on Beth, so it was good. <laughs> yeah. No, life used to be real hard. You know, yesterday I was laughing. Yesterday, Facebook and Instagram went out. People people were suffering. Oh, uh, yeah. You know. It was so funny to me because yeah. I was like, my life has not changed. <laughs> me neither. Other people are freaking all over the world, not just in the United States. Yeah. All over the world, people were freaking out. That's when you know you got it too good when you're freaking out about Instagram. So there you go. All right. I got to take a little break here. We've got a lot to get to. And like I said, uh, when Beth was here, that um, Brandy Carlisle is going to come in. Also, hey, I'm getting a lot of mail. And I know you yeah. are too, Robin, that uh, October people are like, hey, Howard, it's October. What happened to October? You right. do it every year. Yeah. People are saying that what's happening. Uh, I can tell you right now. October is going to happen. <laughs> it's just that uh, this week we were busy, but October, I can't even believe it's already October. I know. Um, anyway, this year we want to see your stupid penis tricks. <laughs> stupid penis tricks for October. If you're 18 or older, email us a photo or a video to October at HowardStern.com. October at HowardStern.com. Oh, this is open to the public, just not... Uh, Sal and Richard? <laughs> well, Sal and Richard have something planned, but, you know. Anyway, do it before October 17th, and we might have you on the show. All right. Yeah, but uh, and we got some other October events that, of course, we're going to present, but I'd like to keep them a little mysterious. I don't need to lay everything out here for you. But there will be a full celebration. Mm. Yeah. Yes, and I know you love it. You can act <laughs> like you don't, but you do. There was a thing, you know, the app, um, you know, NBC, their app is called Peacock. Yes. Which is weird, but I know they have a Peacock logo. So they were promoting their Peacock, Peacocktober. And they don't, I don't know if they get it or not, but. <laughs> you know, Gary told us about that after the show mm. yesterday. And yeah, and uh, last night I was sort of looking around for things and I saw the sign that says Peacocktober and I laughed yeah. my butt off. I was like, yeah, yeah Peacocktober. They don't know what they're saying. Yeah, well, maybe they do. <laughs> Times have changed. Oh, you know who wanted to just comment real quickly? Uh, we saw that our friend Whoopi Goldberg, who uh, we we certainly love, she re-signed with The View. You know, when she took that job, I was like, eh, she'll probably be there for two years. Because they always rotate people. People go in and out of that show, The View. Right. But she has stayed and stayed. Yeah, Whoopi's uh, still there. And uh, she just re-signed. She's going to do another couple of years on The View. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that should be her at the door right now. Yeah. Let me open it up, Rob. Yeah, let her in. Oh, hi, Whoopi. How are you? Hey. Hey. Uh, hey. hey. How are you? Hi, Howard, Robin. How you doing? Good to see you guys. Hi. Well, we just Hi. wanted to quickly say congratulations on the new uh, four-year contract you just signed for The View. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, I thought about going back to the movies, but ABC threw so much money at me. I figured the color purple, too, can wait. You know what I'm saying, Howard? Yep, yep. I'm telling you. Uh, you know what? The movies don't pay what they used to pay, Whoopi. They, yeah, <laughs> I know. We, we had Jake Gyllenhaal on here. I could sit here. on my ass for 16 hours in a trailer, or I could sit on my ass at The View for an hour and make a lot of money. What am I going to do? <laughs> what am I going to exactly. do? You know? I guess well, there's no choice, yeah. Yeah, it's easy. Hey, uh, you, were, you, you guys are working from home, too, right, for the past 18 months, but now you're back in the studio. What's it like? Because we're, we're still working from our house. 
Oh, my God. It is so stressful, you know? I mean, imagine trying to escape from Kabul airport every day. That's what the show is like. It's chaos. It's stress. It's, it's nuts. It's trying to finagle this and that. I mean, it's just, you know, it's crazy. Robin and I were talking about how, um, the you know, the Megan McCain, she left your show. And, all. <sighs> and that must have been a relief because... I mean, some of those fights, you ladies. I put together a tape to remind people of the fights. L listen to this. This is the view with uh, Whoopi and the, and the gals with uh, Meghan McCain. When you talk about Holocaust survivors, yes, it is. my producer yes. who produces me yes, every day is grandparents. We're going to break, and, and when we come back, you can continue talking, but now off? we're going to break, so we'll be right back. I'm cutting you off because we have to go, Megan. And the greenhouse <laughs> effect. And, and can the we fact focus that, on the president, yeah. please? I, I, just, I don't want to talk about Trump. We're honoring a great president Please, I, I want to talk about. But we're different. honoring, but I'm not interested in your one issue. I don't care what you're interested in. I'm talking. Well, I don't care you what you're interested in. We'll be right back. Boy. I, I don't I'm care just, if he's apologizing. He just embarrassed himself. I don't care that you don't like care. Trump. Just hear what well, I'm saying. I don't saying. care that okay. you don't care. We're going to go. We're going to know. Well, then good, Megan. Then you can be how you always are. Oh. We'll be right back. You always are. Wow. I got to tell you, whoopee. I got to tell you, I, I thought she added a nice energy to the show. I like the arguments. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, you make me listen to that. It's like PTSD, right? I, she, Megan, you know, she. I wanted to kill her at times, but honestly, I, I kind of miss her a little bit right now. You know, I miss that energy. Like, yeah. I like the peace and quiet, you know, but Megan did give the show a bit of an edge, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Plus, she would tell Joy to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> Are you going to replace... Megan with someone or what what's going on there? I mean, yeah, we're gonna, but you know, not with somebody who wants to talk politics, you know, Howard. I'm I'm so sick of that. Like I want I want to talk five minute facials, not the motherfucking infrastructure. You know what I mean? I want fun. Yeah. I want happy talk. Right. Want, right. What do you think? Like I want, you know, I want to talk this serious shit. I want Ellen's game of games. I don't want to talk about Roe v. Wade. I want to make fish tacos with Emerald. That's what I want. Where's the kitten bowl? I'll host that shit. <laughs> Give me yeah. the kitten. Can you get me the kitten bowl, Howard? I could get you that. But uh yeah, I'd love to do that. But by the way, I think you're way off. People watch the view for the news. They want to see yeah. what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's some sad shit. People rely on me for the news. I mean, what do I know about that stuff? I'm uh, I'm, uh, I'm a singing nun in the movies. You know what I mean? I'm jumping yeah. Jack Flash. I don't know about the death ceiling. That's uh, no wonder we're a nation of morons. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. you you think people should listen to me for the news, Howard? I mean, I, well, I don't know. I, I don't know. You're on that show. I don't know. I don't think anybody should listen to anybody about the news. It's getting so confusing. I'll be you honest. You know what? I, you, you're making me crazy. I'm getting all charged up right now. Do you mind if I take a hit off my vape? I got to go. Go ahead. Down. I love that. Go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah. All right. I, I got to. One hit off the magic flute. That's all I need. That's what I call it, my magic flute. <laughs> anyway, you're making a lot of good points, okay? And I just wanted yeah. to congratulate you. That's it. Thank you so much, Howard. You know, I mean, do you have any ideas for replacements? I can't think of anybody who could be fun but bring an edge and spice it up. Mm, let me think. Got any name, would be, well, Britney Spears, maybe. She's liberated <laughs> now. What about Britney Spears? Ooh. Oh, that might be good, you know, because that poor girl, she's been locked away for 20 years, so she won't have any political opinions. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. You know what would be good? Well, Honestly, Caitlyn Jenner. What do you think of her? Ooh. Oh, no. Mm, hell no, I don't think so, because, you know, she's a homophobic trans woman, and, you know, the migraine it would give me to talk to that bitch every day? Forget about well, it. Well, no. I'll tell you what. How about this? Bring back Barbara Walters. That would be oh. fun. I'd like to see. Wow, what do you mean? Oh, this is good. <laughs> Barbara Walters, I'd watch that. I mean, that's interesting because, you know, she don't know what she's going to say, so you don't know what she's going to say. Nobody knows what she's going to say. That'll be really exciting. That, that might be a good one, Howard. You know it would be good? Eh? Who would get you guys fucking crazy? Oh, is oh, that, oh, oh, oh. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, that uh, oh. woman that supports QAnon <laughs> and all that. Yeah. Are you, Howard, did you hear what you just said? Georgia representative was supporting. Now, I got three words for Marjorie Taylor Greene. Kiss my taint, bitch. I mean, that's four words, but, you know. That's four words. I was just going to say that. What about, I'll tell you who. 
from Dancing with the Stars, Olivia Jade. Get her on there for the young oh kids. Oh, my. There you go. Oh, Olivia well, Jade. Olivia, oh, yeah, that yeah. girl with the, yeah, 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 with the parents and the money and the, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she coughs up 50 grand. Her parents cough up 50 grand. I could probably make that happen, you know. Right. I need a gazebo. <laughs> be a good opportunity Actually, for better her. yet. Make her parents pay me 50 grand and she could just pretend to be there. I, I think it'd be a good opportunity for Olivia to reinvent herself. Yeah, but re, I mean, you know, listen, this show ain't where you come when you fuck up somewhere else. You'll take that shit to Dancing with the Stars. She's on Dancing with the Stars. You right? know who would be good yeah. on The View? But I don't even know you could get her. Oprah. You get Oprah, Oprah. on there. Uh, Oprah. Oh. Oprah. Are you high, Howard? Howard, <laughs> are you, you high? <laughs> no. Are you, taking do... a, are you taking hits off my vape pen, Howard? No, I, I didn't touch your vape pen. <laughs> I mean, we ain't got Oprah money. Come on. I mean, yeah, sure. Let's get Oprah. And while we're at it, how about I buy a solid gold car and sprinkle diamonds on my Cheerios to make my shit log sparkle? <laughs> well, listen. Anyway, good luck. You know, if I... If I think of someone, I'll let you know, okay? Thanks, Howard. Howard, one more hit on the vape pen, and let me say goodbye to you the right way, right, okay? Ahead. All right, okay. right. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> now I feel good. <laughs> okay, you guys, I love you so Take another hit. Much. Robin okay, last one. Yeah, one ahead. more. Okay, we're done. <laughs> Don't you think it's a little Ooh. early to get high? Ooh, never, Howard. You want some? <laughs> <laughs> one more, one more. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> oh! <laughs> what does this stuff do to you, <laughs> Don't ruin her head, Robin. <laughs> Robin, you look so pretty. <laughs> I hope you're not driving, honey. I'll tell you I that. I want Rosie O'Donnell back on the oh, view. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're plastic. I want Jake Gyllenhaal on the view. You <laughs> 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 got me Jake Howard. <laughs> you take one more hit, you're going to go right to the moon, I'm telling you. Oh, one, more, one more, last one, last one. One more, I don't know. You're not going to be any. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't know where that's coming from. <laughs> I think I'm going to call Brad Pitt and put my shoulder shirt on. Oh. Well. Needs the man meat on the show. <laughs> I think you're ready to go to work now. <laughs> Yeah, bring on the politics. I'll take them all. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be fierce today. I'm going to tune in, I'll tell you. I'm getting oh, a contact high right here. You're going to hear something you like, Howie, baby. <laughs> tell you something, sweetheart. You're, whatever you got, I need some of that to relax. I tell you. I, I you want to be my house boy? Come on over here and spend some time with me, Howie. <laughs> Oh, oh, uh oh. Oh boy. Oh, <laughs> oh I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> she's just going, she's chaining oh. now. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! All right, honey. Listen, oh. you, 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 thank you for getting in touch with us. And uh, oh, you go. congratulations! Like yeah, <laughs> thank you. Congratulations! Thank you, everybody. Have a good day. <laughs> she won't even notice the studio audience today. I'm sure. <laughs> you want me to ruin her head? Watch this. Uh, I'm going to ruin her high. Watch this. Okay. Hey, Whoopi. Yeah. Megan McCain. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Wait a minute. That makes me need to take another hit. No, stop it. All right. Goodbye, Bobby. I'm going to I'm gonna close the door. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She's still there? <laughs> I don't know. Hello. I close the <laughs> Uh, <laughs> 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 oh yeah! <laughs> that yeah. door did nothing. I hear her. Back in the movies, take me to the moon. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, uh, let me um thank you, Whoopi. Bye. Wow. Bye. October. Happy October. I got this whole routine. I live with six cats in Baron, you know. Not, I'm not mm-hmm. talking about the Fosters. I'm talking about we have six cats. Your own cats. Yeah. And it was I was so busy yesterday running around with the show and getting prepared. And I don't know. It was just a million things to do. But I, I vowed that every night I would brush Walter, my cat. Mm-hmm. Walter boy. And I, I had to stick to it. So I ran downstairs after I finished all my work. And I said to Beth, I'm going to. Sit here and brush the cat. She says, well, you better you better brush Mushu, too. <laughs> Mushu Peaches. That's another one of our cats. This cat, the unbelievable. We, we took this cat in. Cat won't go to anybody. Completely unfriendly, like scared of her own shadow. Everyone, no one could even approach this cat, Mushu Peaches. Cutest cat you ever saw. Long, thick hair. Uh, you know, beautiful eyes. She's just a beautiful cat. So we, of course, adopted her, made her one of our own. She was going to be a rescue. And we were like, well, I don't know if anybody would put up with her because, she, you know, she's kind of feralish, if you will. She's half feral. You know you know what I mean? She just won't go up right, to anybody. She doesn't like people and she doesn't go yeah. to you. She's a sca- she's scared of people. And, you know, yeah. you think about it. If somebody owns this cat, what are they going to do? Let's say there's a fire in the house or something bad's happening. You can't even pick her up. You can't even get to her. She runs away. So mm. we took her in, and I said to my wife, you know what? I'm going to make her my project. So uh, every day I'd sit on the floor with some treats in my hand. She's very food motivated, motivated, and I would just, like, sit there, like, Buddha-style with my hands folded, sit in there, you know, and I'm doing the math, too. I'm like, you know, I'm giving this cat, like, an hour of my time. In an hour, I could make some decent bread if I'd even, you know, do like a game show or something on TV. I've turned down game shows because I'm too busy, and now I'm spending an hour trying to <laughs> domesticate a cat. I've turned down real work. You know? Even Sirius is probably saying, well, if you got an extra hour, why don't you do another day of shows, and we'll give you some more dough. You know, we could get paid more, Robin. But Well, what are you doing? Yeah, well, You're with the cat. <laughs> people like well i need time off what do you need time off are you going to train the cat so <laughs> i sit there like a buddha i don't move i got the, the treats in my hand and every day like i do a hansel and gretel routine i put one on the floor a little closer to me a little closer to me and the cat's following the path down to my treats and she likes those treats and someday she'd be staring at me going i want that fucking treat but i'm not going near you <laughs> that's what she would say She'd be salivating, looking at the treat that I put right near me. Yeah. And then Beth would say to me, you got to give her that treat. I go, nope, she's got to come to me if she wants that treat. Well, this goes on for months. And I'm sitting there like Buddha. For months, she didn't come near that last treat? That's right. That's right. But I said, it's going to work because I see she wants it. She got that look on her face. I was vibing with her. I mean, I was doing the eye-to-eye contact with the cat. (laughs) And she's sizing me up. And I'm talking to her the whole time. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm going to treat you well. I'm never going to hurt you. I'm never going to do anything to you. I'm just going to give you good things. You're going to get good things from me. You don't have to be afraid of me. Over and over again, I'm saying it. And meanwhile, this is turning on my wife because she's like, wow, this guy's really fucking sensitive. And I'll tell you, I, I never got laid more than when I was doing this whole training routine because she looked at me like I was uh, Gandhi, you know. How many men do you see really working a cat like this? Even I loved me during this period of time. <laughs> you thought better of you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm a good guy. <laughs> My friend Pat is right. 
I remember when I was getting married to Beth, I said, I can't believe she's marrying me. He goes, she's marrying you. You're a catch. You're marrying her. You better adjust your thinking. And he helped me out a lot, you know. Pat was a man of wisdom. He always used to straighten you out. Yeah, I haven't seen my buddy Pat in two years. I know. One of my, one of my closest friends. I haven't even seen this guy. Right? I, we, we call each other on the phone occasionally, but, you know, I'm not good with the phone. And he's a real man. He, you know, he didn't want to be on the phone either. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you need to be lifting weights when you're talking to Pat. Yeah. Running, lifting weights, and being masculine. <laughs> you know. Talking about how we have no problem with homosexuality, but we're totally straight. That kind of conversation. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. I'm telling you, man, I sat there, and then one day, months later now, all of a sudden, Mushu Peaches starts eating out of my hand. Ah. Yep. And then I take my right hand and I try with the left. I got the treats and in my right hand, I'm trying to pet her a little bit. And then I keep creeping the, the, the treats closer to my lap. So she has to get into my lap to get her treat. Oh. And I'm petting her and, and I'm doing this and I'm doing it. And now I got a cat. She, she hates Beth, but she loves me. <laughs> this cat. And Beth's even like, I can't believe this cat hates me. I go, <clears throat> and I think it's funny. I laugh just like you are. I laugh the whole time. It's so great. Like, look at this. Like, you, oh, you're Miss Cat. You're the one who gets all these animals adopted. Look how this cat loves me. <laughs> but it kind of backfired on me because uh, a couple of weeks ago, Mushu, I don't know what she's eaten. She's gotten very fat. She's really heavy. And now when she takes a dump, Sometimes it's a little loose, and because she's a long hair, the dude gets caught in the fur. And we don't even know it at first, but because I'm the only one who can get close to her, because she cuddles up to me, I'm sitting on the couch one night, and I'm like, whoa. What is that smell? What the <laughs> fuck is going on with you, Moosh? I thought it was her. I, th I said, I think Moosh needs a teath cleaning. Oh. And Because uh, I, I thought it was her breath. If she turned around. It was her tush. Ta-da, yes. Uh, yeah, it was the tush. And uh, Beth says, well, you you got to do something about it because you're the only one who she goes to. I go, wait a second. Don't make this backfire on me. <laughs> what do you mean I got to do something? She says, first of all, take a doing? look. Yeah, she says, take a look back there and see what's doing. So I'm, I, I got to go through a whole routine. I'm sitting there, I'm petting the cat. I'm, you know, I'm doing everything right. I'm like, you know. And then I lift the tail up a little bit so she won't run away because she's very sensitive. I lift up the tail. There's dude. Ooh. And it's caked in there. Like the dried up duty on the All fur. All in that hair, right? So I said to Beth, listen, this is where I check out. I'm the good guy. <laughs> she goes, yeah, but I do all the dirty work. The cat hates me. You got to figure out something. So I was brushing her with that uh, wire brush. I said, maybe I could get back into that dude area. And like maybe pick out some of the dude with the brush because I'm not going. I mean, how else am I going to get dude? I mean, it, it's caked in there. You got to wash. <sighs> well, I got the brush. Now you got to be careful because it's a wire brush. I don't want to get it near right. her butthole, you know. So I'm like, I, I, I get her. She got to relax. And I'm brushing now very slowly. And I hit um uh, like a vein of um dude. You know, I, I got it. <laughs> And it got like, on the brush and it released you're a minor this. and you just yeah. got a, a vein. And, and what I learned about this dude is when you, when you scrape it with the brush, it, it releases the duty smell even more intensely. <laughs> now I've, now I'm in too far. Like I can't like back out of this. And, uh, and Beth's like, what are you doing? Did you get any? I go, yeah, look at the brush. I got dude on there, but man, it's fucking stinking. She goes, you got to keep going now. Now it's worse because now the duty's all jostled. And it's going to get all over the couch. It reactivated the whole smell like it was fresh duty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now I'm in there, man. And you got to be careful because you don't want to hurt the cat. You don't, I don't know. I want to make her an enemy. I've spent months, you know, developing a relationship with her. So slowly uh, I sat there and I, I picked through the fur. And I got the duty out. Well, you know I, what you're going to have to do? 
I know. First you of give all, her I, you're overfeeding the cat. That's terrible. Well, that isn't me. Although, uh, come on, I'm not in charge of that. <laughs> Don't pin that on me. You're criticizing Beth now. And Beth loves you, so uh, you better be careful. <laughs> she she uh, has a thing. She doesn't eat, but she overfeeds the cat. Uh-huh. So she goes, I but lifted also, the dry food. Yeah. Also, though, now you have to trim the hairs. Yeah, well, guess what? What? Beth, Beth, you know the scene in the first Rocky where Rocky's chasing that chicken to get into shape uh-huh. for the fight against Apollo Creed? Yeah. She now chases Mushu around the house. She she gets Mushu, she picks her up, she scruffs her, she gets her, and she washes that she washed out her asshole. And uh, yeah, and shaved down. The hair and she did it. She, oh, she did, did it. She trimmed it. That's why the cat hates her and loves me. I won't <laughs> do anything negative to the cat. She trimmed up all the hair nice, clipped the nails, you know, she does all that, and the cat hates her. And then I go over with the treats and calm her down. <laughs> Yeah, uh. yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Well, I think since the cat loves you, you're the one who should be doing the things. That's what Beth said. I said I'm not doing that because it'll then the cat won't have a relationship with anybody. No, no, no. She'll still love you. Nah, I'm the I'm the guy who gives her all the good stuff. That's the <laughs> one who comes in like a monster and just they upsets her shameful enjoy that (laughs) yeah mushu peaches that's what i was busy doing can you imagine i'm a big radio star this is what i'm busy with brushing duty this is why we had to reduce our schedule so i could brush (laughs) duty so you could get her to sit in your lap yep she won't sit in my lap though she'll but she'll no she'll come next to me and i can pet her she likes oh, me. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, it was pretty crazy stuff. Oh, do I, should I take a break now, guys? Hmm. Got to get a little advice. Maybe I got time here for one phone call. I don't know. I was reading uh, in the paper. They said uh, Katie Couric wrote a new book, and in it she says Les Moonves has bad breath. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's the revelation. Yeah, that was it. And I was like, whoa. I said, you know, it's a funny thing. I've been in a room with Les Moonves many times, and I, I got negative things to say about the guy, but never smelled bad breath. Nothing so devastating we, as he has bad breath. No. <laughs> I, I Really, I've been around the guy, you know, as you have. Uh, we, you know, we... Never did. You, I never smelled his breath. Although I got to tell you, there is some, you know, not the last two years because I don't see anybody, but I can think in my lifetime, some people with the worst fucking breath. You got great breath. I've never smelled a fucking thing on you. But, well, uh, I can Jesus. say the same of you. You have yeah. wonderful breath. Because I'm super meticulous and I eat a pretty clean diet. But I, there are, and here's the funny thing with people with bad breath, and I never can figure this out. All of them complain about people with bad breath. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, there, I got a friend. He's always telling me, he goes, you know, this guy has bad breath. This guy has bad breath. This guy's breath is the worst breath. That's the funny thing. Do you think maybe he's smelling his own breath and thinking it's other people? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you're right. Maybe that's what's going on. Yeah. But this guy down, it sounds like, it, it's this guy I'm thinking about, it smells like he ate a shit sandwich. Oh. Like literally two pieces of bread with duty in between it. And there it, it's the kind of breath that like you leave the room and then like for a day later you're still smelling it. You it can lingered. it's still in you. Yeah. It li- yeah. it's in your nostrils. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like dude. It, like, what's going on? You. Yeah. And some of these people they love to get up close. Well, that's what Katie says in the book. She says, well, he, he's one of those talkers that gets up close to you. Ah. You know, I know for some reason these people love to get in your face and, and show off their bad breath. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I like my duty doesn't, I've, I've take, I've made actual duties that smell better <laughs> than this guy's breath. <laughs> oh, like, I'm like, you know what? That's not that bad. 
Uh, it's duty. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I um. I think the secret to having good breath is I I use those doctors. I'm I'm giving them a free plug. I don't care. Doctors toothpicks. And I clean out after every meal. I clean out everything. There's nothing hanging around in my mouth that can decay and smell. That's what I think. Well, yeah, I, yeah. But it's also, though, it is if it's ever present, it they washed. can't possibly. It can't just possibly be something hanging around in their mouth. Yeah, it could I also be what they're eating. Yeah, got, yeah. Got something to do with everything coming out of them. Maybe their duty is somehow coming up through their mouth, like in a weird kind of <laughs> like a reflux. Bad sewer, the sewer's yeah. back. Like up. a sewer. Yeah, that's what reflux might be. Duty. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's weird, but you know they gotta, they gotta get, they gotta teach. I went to the dentist. Um, man, that was like going on Mission Impossible. I felt like Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. <laughs> Because I'm so worried about the COVID. I had, I was masked up. The dentist is masked up. The, all the he's got to get into your mouth. You can't have a mask on. No. Well, I took the, it. Oh, I said, everything else is going on. I said to him, any way I can keep this mask on and have you still clean my teeth <laughs> and examine me? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, uh, just getting into the building and everything. I got them all masked up and everything. And then I sit down in the chair, take it off. But the hygienist had a mat, a mask and the, the big plastic thing over her the face. The shield. Yeah. Yeah. So I felt pretty confident. Jesus, what a world we live in now, huh? Isn't that crazy? Look at you. I haven't seen you in person. How many years now? I'm, I'm talking years. It's crazy that it could be years. Yeah. Yeah. All I know is your music. <laughs> I mean, have, has it been two years since I've seen you face to face? Well, not quite. March of 2021. Ah, right. What year is this? No, 2020. March of 2020. Well, that's when we Which started. Stopped. Right. And that's March when the 20. Pandemic sent us away. And now it's 22. Isn't it... I'm saying. I'm sorry. It's 22. March of 2022. It'll be. Will be two years. Four years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. All right. Hey, Brandy Carlisle, you know, let's get our mind off ship breath and not seeing one <laughs> yeah, another. Well, we got, it was because of Mushu. <laughs> Mushu, yeah. Hey, you know, on the bright side, I haven't seen Benji in two years, so. Well, there you go. See, there you there's go. good and bad with everything. <laughs> <laughs> like to see you. But... Nah, I miss Benji. I miss the gang. I do. I, I miss everybody. Yeah. yeah, sure. Getting a little crazy sitting here by myself. But, uh, well, you know, nice. that, that's the other thing with these. Now they're giving these mandates about uh, vaccines. Thank God. Maybe we'll get out of this because in Maybe. Europe, they've reached 70% and beyond in some places and they're returning to real normal life. Can and you we're believe- still trying to get there. We were ahead of everybody else in the I world know. with vaccinations until it hit that core. Till we got to the morons. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of morons in this country. You know who I'm digging? Who? Billie Eilish. She, I got to say this quick because I want to get to Brandy and the, and the, and the boys there. Uh, they're going to do a bunch of songs for us. But Jesus, Brandy, um, not Brandy, um, um, Billie Billy. Eilish. She um, had a concert scheduled in Texas. And she was about to cancel. She said, I'm about to cancel this fucking whole concert. I know I'm going to make a lot of dough. But you know what? You motherfuckers with this abortion bill and all this nonsense. You know, hey, I admire that. Yeah. She made a whole speech. I have it. Maybe uh, tomorrow I'll play it for you. I got a clip of her on stage. She's also, uh, Um, she wrote the new theme for the James Bond movie. Yeah. Yep. I did know that. You know, Robin, I don't just spend all day watching uh, Love on the uh, Spectrum. Or brushing your cat's poop. (laughs) Butthole. All right. Uh, Brandy Carlisle has a new album out. Uh, she's not promoting her book, but man, it was a good book. I read it over the summer. Uh, but uh, she'll, she, and, and she's here with her whole band and the twins, and they're going to do two songs, one of which uh, is Madman Across the Water. Wait till you hear oh. It's so good. Uh, we'll be back right after this. Our guest today, Brandy Carlisle, and the twins, Phil and Tim. Whole band set up. They got some strings. Gonna do a bunch of songs. 
Let me see if I can see her. Whoa, there she is. Look at you. Looking good. The whole gang looks good. How are you, Brandy? <laughs> yeah. I'm really, really good. It's nice to see you. Man. Yeah, good to see you. Oh, got the mics. Oh, you're in our L.A. studio. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice, right? Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, I haven't been there in so long. I'm still hiding in my basement. You guys are at least out trying to work a little bit. I mean, <laughs> I won't even leave. Uh, you guys, do you like being in L.A.? Is Because, uh, I mean, you live in that, you got that beautiful uh, joint in uh, Seattle, right? Seattle, Washington. Yeah, we do. Out there on and the compound. We do like it. It's good to get some good food every once in a while. And I visit the ocean and the city and live in the mountains. I saw you on CBS Sunday morning. I was watching a piece they were doing on you, and they were showing the whole spread you got out there. I mean, how many acres is that place? Gosh, what is it, fellas? It's a little over 100 now. Jeez, I thought it was like 95, but yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Living to me, that's my fantasy. Living on 100 acres where I could just walk around and see nobody. I I want that so bad. My wife couldn't handle it, but I could. I don't. I want to just take hikes on my own property. You got a, You got a lake on that property? Well, I did like dig a little pond, um, but it's looking pretty haggard around, <laughs> around this time. <laughs> well, we don't have a lake, but there's some creeks that run through it, through it sort of seasonally, and we've got this swamp down in the bottom of it that's really fun to go down because full of frogs and all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, it's and what's, fun. what's the vibe there? In other words, it's complete separation from society, right? You being famous, you guys don't have to see anyone. It's just your own universe. That's, to me, the appeal. Yeah, we pretty much just see each other, but, you know, it's about 45 minutes from Seattle, so we can go into the city and kind of tap into that heritage and, and um, you know, be in in an urban environment and around people if we want to, but mostly we don't. <laughs> yeah. So, in other words... I don't even go out to eat. Right. Weeks could go by, and you're just hanging out and uh, on your own, and you don't see any other people. Yeah, weeks do go by. We cook breakfast, wow. lunch, and dinner. <laughs> you think, that's our basement. Do you guys think, living that kind of lifestyle, do you think that, like, when you retire or whatever, do you think you could just live there and never see anyone anymore except for your family and your kids and all that? I mean, I, I, in my mind, that's just about perfect. Not me, because I am just, I have to be on stage in front of people. I just have to right. be with people, you know? Yeah. Um, and then at home, I have to be with people, too. Like, I don't do really alone time or anything like that. So I couldn't. No, I'd have to get out on stage. You know, I, I see it as just a respite. I feel like I spent the summer with you. I read your book over the summer, Broken Horses, and yeah? uh, loved it. Yeah. I, Did you? I, I wanted to get in touch with you and tell you, but uh, I thought, like, maybe, who knows if she wants to hear from me. But I thought the book was really well done, and I really felt like I got to know you. And I was just like, oh, this poor woman. What a fucking life. I mean, it's just, <laughs> there's a lot of trauma there. I mean, I, and that whole thing with you, you know, I know you've talked about on the air before, that whole thing about like being gay in that, in that environment and then the church refusing to baptize you. I just want to fucking scream. I just, I cannot stand organized religion and their bullshit. I just hate it. It, yeah. it breaks my heart when, and when you wrote about it,